It's okay. I realized I was far away. Well, we'll just keep it to show that we're real and relatable. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast of Cracking Open a Cold Case. And other true crimes. I'm Allison, or Sugar, whatever you you get your jollies with. And I'm Caitlin. And thank you for listening. We had a lot of positive comments and a lot of listeners to last week's episode so thank you for subscribing and thank you for listening to cracking open a cold case and other true crimes we really appreciate it making our dreams come true yeah one podcast at a time exactly we all we really want out of life is to live laugh love and dance in the rain and not avoid the storm isn't that one of them? <laughs> Something like that. We, we never cry because it's over. We smile because it happened. Oh, that's one. Yeah. We just love to just live our life by inspirational quotes. It's kind of our thing. Um, a special thank you to Tom Aldworth. The British Tom. The so British Tom. Um, Sugar is friends with on Twitter. He made our cover art. And if you Google his name, a minister guy comes up who's, like, blonde. So shout out to him as well. And, Tom, I really appreciate that art. When Sugar sent it to me, I was real happy. I was a little <laughs> disappointed that it wasn't Sugar that made it. What? The, this is bringing out all sorts of issues. But I was, well, I was like, whoa, Sugar, look at you. But then I was still super happy. So thank you for yep. following at Sugar Night and for making that sweet cover art. Wow, I didn't realize that Caitlin was so disappointed in me for not being good at no, making clip art. Right. Get that skill set. You're good at makeup. Thank you. Yeah, Sugar is a Utah renowned and internet renowned makeup artist. Um, I feel like every other person in Utah is one of those though, is the only thing. But they're they don't live, laugh, love like I do, and though. And they are not as good as you. Sugar did my wedding makeup, and I've never looked prettier. Welcome welcome to our podcast that's just an hour-long ad for my abilities. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, like, it's like Blue Apron, but for... <laughs> but for Sugar's makeup. Freelancing. Anyways. Caitlin, what's yes? in your cold one? Today, I am drinking a Diet Dirty Coke. A dirty diet coke. What does that entail again? It has coconut, diet coke, and lime wedges. Did you know that's why Swig was suing so delicious? Yeah, because of the term dirty. Yeah, because they invented Swig invented the word dirty. Well, I'm glad they did because I love my cokes, dirty, um, and diet. Okay, well, you. What are you drinking in yours? I was gonna say you rudely didn't ask. I was just gonna I was go going. for it. I was like. This is... Give me two seconds. Um, I'm drinking a Diet Lime Ricky. Oh, good choice. Yeah. It was $1.07. Oh. Economical. It is. And it's a 32-ouncer. Yeah. Well, I was just going to tell you a random tidbit I learned last night about drinking Cokes. What is it? So, I was talking to a friend, and she knows I'm an addict. I love caffeine of Diet Cokes. And we were talking about pregnancy, and she said that you can have up to one thirty-two ouncer a day while pregnant. So you is this a pregnancy announcement? No, but if I ever am pregnant, I will announce it on our podcast. And nowhere else. Nope. 
No one I'll who, see who my true friends are. No one who doesn't listen will know. So that's how my husband will find out. Yes. But that's actually ideal, I think. I think so, too. Uh, I learned something interesting is that they exhumed the body of Salvador Dali because oh. there was a paternity issue. Like, somebody suspected he could be their dad. I don't even know the details. But the big story is his mustache was, co- like, preserved perfectly. Really? Yeah, it was gorge. Well, that's what he was known for. Was it? I think... I mean, I think he had other things, but... Yeah, like, the, all the art doesn't matter no. compared to that facial yeah. hair. But that mustache. That prospector's is. mustache. <laughs> it's his number one legacy. Yeah. Okay, so, Caitlin, have you done anything interesting this past week? Well, funny that you asked, Sugar. I spent two days at my former middle school this week, yesterday and today. It's now a junior high, It is ignoramus. It is, and it was awful. I kept having flashbacks to that awkward time in my life, and I walked down that hall with that big mirror, you know, by the lunchroom. Um, it's kind massive. of. And I kept having flashbacks of this little self-conscious sixth grader looking at the mirror. Whoa. I know. This is, like, more... This is deep. I know. So, anyways, don't go back to your former middle school. I have to go there sometimes for flowers. Oh. Uh, But it's okay. I don't really linger there. Caitlin just lingers at middle schools. Linger, linger. She... Call the police if you see her. (laughs) Lingering at the middle schools. Yeah. Junior highs, whatever they're called these days. Exactly. So, Sugar, what are we talking about tonight? Um, we're going to do an episode on Elisa Lam. Ooh. Um, it's kind of, it's definitely not the first podcast or anything made on it. And I mean, if everyone, I don't know if, I know a lot of people who haven't heard it, so I feel like it's worth doing a thing on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's, a ton of people have done it, so if you Googled her, Googled her you could find stuff on it. Um, but it won't sound as good as our voices telling you about it. Yeah, and I've heard about this, but it's always fun to find out more information by doing the research. <laughs> you, like, find out these horrific facts. This is fun. <laughs> this is a good time. This is how I like to spend my nights. Oh, she died? Fun. What? How awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's been... We're, we're not afraid to cover stories that have been covered. We are not. Several times yeah. over. We're not afraid to beat a dead horse, because we don't want to beat a live horse, do we? <laughs> you know? I do know. You're right. Not against repeat episodes. Oh, oh, wait. Before we go on, I need to make it clear. In, like, a couple... Mm, I don't remember which episode it was, but I mentioned that my brother watches YouTube, and he thought it made it sound like he doesn't have a job. So, <laughs> just clarifying, he has a job. Did your brother tell you to clarify that? Yeah. He truly did. He... Because he thinks he's gonna, people are gonna recognize him as the useless bum. <laughs> Is it your older brother, oldest? Uh, yeah. Okay. His name is Andrew. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to yell names. This look for Andrew. Okay. Just well, kidding. I, just, I don't think anyone. <laughs> no, will I see just him. didn't know if you wanted to say his name. I'm not afraid to say the names. Was your other brother at your house today? Also. Yeah. In the garage. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. I have two brothers. That's a fun fact. I felt awkward. That's why I came to the basement door. 
Oh, I hope he never hears this. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, he wouldn't care. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. No one wants to... I haven't seen him in a while. No one in this house wants to talk to people. <laughs> right? So I felt like he would appreciate me just headed down. Anyways. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to <laughs> our gal Elisa. Uh, it came out in 2013, uh, January 2013, and I can vaguely remember it. Yeah, I mean, I have like a... Like, I remember seeing something on the news about it, very briefly. Yeah. So, yeah, because you heard about the water issue, but mm -hmm. that's a little... I'm not going to tell you about that right now. That's a little sneak peek. Spoiler alert. We in the biz call that a little teaser. <laughs> I got you. How you cupped your mouth. <laughs> it's for... <That's> a teaser. <laughs> Um, okay, but, so Elisa <gasps> Lamb is a 21-year-old college student. Let's get down to brass tacks. She's a 21-year-old college student uh, at the, let's see, what is the college? I had it written down. You did. Um, and I, oh. She goes to school in Vancouver, right? Yeah, I swear I wrote it down. Oh, well, she's a Canadian college student. Um, she wasn't enrolled in college for the semester that this story takes place. I mean, I know you were done. Everyone wanted to know that. And they were judging. Yeah. So she is a 21-year-old. She has a blog on Tumblr. Does it is it count different if they record it on Tumblr than if they make, like, a real blog? I'm, I'm not really sure. Let's just call it Tumblr blog. Ugh, that's such a good solution. And on this Tumblr, Tumblr blog, she is she posts just like quotes from books that are she finds poignant, um, and she's really open that she has been uh, diagnosed with depression and bipolar disorder. Um, she she like will talk about how she had to drop some of her classes in college because she couldn't like get out of bed to go to them, just like what happens with depression pretty much. Um, she. Her blog was called Ether Fields. Hmm. It's probably creepy to look at now. Yeah. Not that you know yet, because the story's just getting started. Um, I think it's interesting that she had a blog, or a Tumblr, and I just kind of 2020 hindsight, you're looking, that she was kind of talking about these her mental health, and it's kind of eerie now to think. That's like everything, though. Like yeah. I, I look at like a photo in a true crime thing mm -hmm. where they're just like hanging out somewhere smiling and it's super weird to think like they have no idea that they're gonna get yeah, murdered yeah like she was just writing about how she was feeling how she was coping and then this thing happened to her she yeah Teaser, something bad happens <laughs> it's showbiz talk you wouldn't know um <laughs> uh, so she elisa lamb is the daughter of two immigrants from hong kong and they own a restaurant in vancouver that's kind of backtracking but you gotta know. Yeah. Have you ever been to Vancouver? I've never been to Canada. Vancouver is a cool place. I went for a conference for school from the semester I graduated. I went for a few days. Did they say, what is this, a boot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to, like, present our research and stuff. Look at this broken boon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Can, and then they just wanted to watch Caillou with you and eat ketchup chips. Yep. And Justin Trudeau, they have a wallet-sized picture of him. <laughs> I have one, too. It's not a Canadian thing. Um, okay, so there's that. She's 
let's see, what else do we need to mention? She's going on what we call, she called on her blog, Etherfield, a West Coast tour. She's traveling to California. She talks about going because she wants to see more of the world and is, like, a quote on her page. She says something about she's afraid of wasting her life. Um, so that's, like, that typical, like, 20-somethings mm-hmm. where they're like, I need to see the world, otherwise it's my life's a waste. Yeah, like, you kind of feel like you're in a rut with school. You don't want to waste all your time in school and work and getting out. Yeah, um... So, she's going on the West Coast tour, which sounds pretty legit. The places are San Diego, Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, and San Francisco. She mentioned that she would also like to visit San Luis Obispo. Sorry if that's wrong pronunciation. I don't know. But she was unsure if she would. I mean, that's kind of a minuscule, trivial detail, but... I, yeah, but I just wonder why she calls it a West Coast tour if she's only hitting... California. Well, isn't... You mean yeah, like you're mad that she's not hitting up Washington and yeah. Portland? Remember when we went to Portland? We got beef if you don't want to visit the Pacific Northwest. I love the Pacific Northwest. Caitlin had the time of her life. She became a hipster and ate voodoo donuts. I did, and I got in a car wreck. She did. She's <laughs> And Sugar told me not to say sorry. <laughs> I, I heard that that's like admitting yeah, guilt or something. I know, something. but I still remember that. You were so calm. Oh, real? Oh, good. Yeah. That doesn't sound like that. me. You really were, like, the most calm I've ever seen anybody in a accident. Uh, well, maybe it's because it wasn't my car, and so I was just like, <laughs> whatever. But I, I did get out of the car and go buy donuts. <laughs> she did. I, you don't forget. Oh, and a pro tip of life is if you go to Voodoo Donuts... They don't take cards, and so you have to get, if you don't have cash, you have to wait in a in line for an ATM. That I'm so pissed about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Maybe that's why Elisa didn't go to Portland. It's a sh- Yeah, thanks a lot, Voodoo Donuts. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm making us get off track. Di- she digresses. I'm sorry. Let's get back on. Yeah. So she travels alone, but... Oh, wait, did you say this? Something about Amtrak? No, but she was traveling alone on her West Coast tour, and she took an Amtrak bus. And before she left to take the bus down to the West Coast, her friends threw her a going-away party. So she seemed like she was pretty well-liked. She had been in school. She was going to go on this kind of self-discovery young, early 20s vacation tour. Caitlin, did you ever go on an early 20s vacation by yourself? No. That's okay. No one's judging you. You went to Peru. Yeah, I did. How long were you in Peru? Shout out. Two months. I think we're going to go to Peru next June. To what part? Lima. And surrounding areas. Machu Picchu. We'll talk after the show. Yeah. This is... Neither here nor there, Caitlin. I know. Get it under control. So, she goes... Let's see, where does she go that first? Where does this say? Sorry, I got this mixed up. Okay, so she checks into the Cecil Hotel on January 26, 2013. Uh, The Cecil Hotel is in Los Angeles. It's by Skid Row, Mm -hmm. which is, like, where all the homeless people are situated and like it's not just exclusive to Los Angeles it's just like what they call places with 
homeless people, but it's got, like, the biggest skid row. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some kind of a drug area, and I think prostitution is also rampant. Didn't they have... Let's see. What did you say before? Oh, never mind. I'll stop. Okay, so anyway, it's by Skid Row, so that's a questionable area, but then it has all this other sketchy stuff about it, like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, he was he was the one he'd kill people and like I think he'd bite their skin with his snaggle tooth. Mm-hmm. Just because he hates orthodontia and he was like, F you <laughs> people with straight teeth. Um so he went on a killing spree for a few months in nineteen eighty five. He killed fourteen people and he had been staying in the Cecil Hotel. In nineteen ninety one, an Austrian Serial killer Jack Underwager. Underwager. Underwager stayed there while he was writing a story on crime in downtown LA for an Austrian magazine. He strangled three prostitutes while he was staying there. That guy is interesting on his own. Like he was convicted of I can't remember if it was like murder or rape or something in Austria. And they let him out like in the early nineties because they were like, we want to use him as an example that you can be a reformed prisoner or something. Uh, we should do a podcast on him. Yeah. Sneak peek. Um, so he was there. He killed three prostitutes. So then it was... It's This is pure speculation, but it's supposed to be the last place that Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia, stayed at. She was the one that was like, they. no one will ever... Will, some people believe they know what happened, but she's the one that got sawed in half. Mm-hmm. Yep, she was cut in half. She's just like an early twenties fo- actress. Yeah, I think it was in the forties, maybe forty six, when she was murdered. I like that. Like my facts, I'm just like maybe, maybe this is right. Mm. Um, the Cecil Hotel is also the site of countless suicides. Yeah, if we went through, if you look at their Wikipedia, it's got all this stuff. Like, there's also some weird speculation that people have been, like, choked by ghosts. Oh, really? Yeah, depends on if you believe in ghosts or if they have the ability to choke. Interesting. We'll have to consult Zach Bagans. Baggins. I'm not really sure what, I think he says Bagans. But I like saying Baggins. Yeah, like Bilbo. Mm -hmm. Shout out, L-O-T-R. Shout out. Um, okay, so before Elisa checked into the Cecil Hotel, she was staying with people. I want to say it was like kind of like a hostel type thing. No, she was at the ho- the oh. hostel was in the Cecil Hotel. Oh, this is why I have sugar. Um, but while she was staying there, <laughs> they started complaining that she was having odd behavior. And after two days, she gets moved to her own private room. There's not really anything, I couldn't really find a lot elaborating on odd behavior. I mean, I guess we can kind of infer what it is based on what we're about to tell you next. Um, But yeah, so she is acting weird. I feel like I've stayed in hostels and I was like just weirded out by people. I don't know that I'd ever like report them because I'd be like, I just have to deal with how weird people are. Well, yeah, and... Everyone's different. There's different cultures, customs. I mean, her parents are immigrants. She's from Canada, so I'm sure she has different customs and culture. Then, So maybe the odd behaviors were like a cultural thing or maybe an accent or something. That's so woke of you, Caitlin. I know. I'm very socially conscious of others. 
I, it makes me think of on Austin Powers when the the dad is like, there are two things I can't stand. People who are insensitive to other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really funny when I quote it, am I right? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... January 31st, she doesn't call her family, as she had been doing every day. She was supposed to check out of the hotel and move on to Santa Cruz, but didn't check out, so the hotel reported her missing. I also heard something that her parents were the ones that contacted the police as well when they didn't hear from Elisa. Yeah, they probably did before the Cecil Hotel, because it's not like they care. Yeah, so her parents were a little bit worried because they hadn't talked to their daughter that day and she had been calling every single day so they made a phone call to the LAPD and reported her missing. So they searched the entire hotel including the roof. They didn't search rooms that were like they didn't have a reason to like they can't just go into people's rooms and be like we're going through all your stuff. Yeah. Uh, But especially since they weren't the cops it was the hotel staff that was searching at first right? But that, I don't know. I'm sure the cops came after, but that initial search, I think, was done by maybe hotel staff, and they don't, they can't really barge in without a search warrant. And the cops can't barge in without a search warrant. So regardless, she was getting searched by multiple people. think if you were a hotel staff member and you were like, I need to obtain a search warrant. I'm I'm now a detective. (laughs) Right? I have jurisdiction because I'm a hotel employee that's gonna be a show on fox where like they're secretly in love like the hotel person that's now a detective and then like the real detective helping him (laughs) don't act like that's unheard of fox fox i'm copywriting it right now (laughs) don't steal our show idea yeah oh so let's see what oh okay so she's missing for 19 days and while she's missing the hotel has a bunch of complaints. Mm-hmm. The hotel keeps getting complaints about their water. So there's complaints of the water being black, um, being discolored, terrible water pressure, and having, like, an off-putting smell. It's smelling weird. So, yeah. Yeah, so the hotel went up to the water tanks on top of the hotel, and they opened it on February 19th, 2013, and there they found the body of Elisa Lamb. I wonder if you say it Elisa or Elisa. We'll never know. We won't. Because, uh, like, the stuff I've watched on it, I'm just going to make a quick sidebar. It's all foreign people have made. So you don't know how. Yeah, it's like. You should pronounce Eliza. it. Elisa. Elisa. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so she's missing. Then they find her in the water tank. She was face up, naked. The clothes were in the tank with her, and her watch and room key were with her. That's so weird. Yeah, she's... It's so... That's why this is, like... uh, This is still... I don't know that it's necessarily a cold case. No, it's unsolved. Because do cold cases have to be cold for a certain number of years? That kind of blows that the parents will have to kind of... Except that they'll probably never know unless there's a huge lead later. Yeah. But, um, so she was on the roof. She somehow got on the roof, which was restricted from non-employees. So she, it would have been hard for her to get up there mm-hmm. alone. 
and nearly impossible to access. Oh, with like, if there's not a hotel employee helping you, then you can't get up there. Also, another weird thing is that the tank is like really heavy, mm-hmm. so it'd be hard for her to like lift it and then like swim, like climb in, swim around, and then close it. Also, she like w- she would have gotten in naked and then just like thrown her clothes to the side, if she were just drown in there randomly. Yeah, I don't... The, yeah. So, there was a sand-like particulate uh, on her clothes that were floating in the water tank with her, and that came from the ground of the roof. Like, it got all over her clothes somehow. Like, she was dragged or something. So, there's the sand-like particulate on her clothing, but then there's no evidence of physical trauma or sexual assault. There's no evidence of a suicide Um, They ruled it as just, like, an accidental death. Um, There were no recreational drugs on her. But she hadn't been taking her, like, antipsychotic meds. And I also heard, I think through another podcast maybe, that she had been taking Sudafed for, like, a cold. And with bipolar medication and, like, antidepressants, if you're not taking the correct doses anyway and you mix Sudafed in with it, it can kind of disrupt the system. Okay, so, well, I, hmm. So she's just not taking her normal dosage of meds. Oh, also, there's a, it's pretty viral, so you've probably already seen it. There's a video of her on the elevator mm-hmm. where she looks like she's just having some kind of mental break or just, like, talking to herself. Yeah. If I didn't know what was going to happen, then I wouldn't think it's that creepy. But then finding out she died at the end of the video, like, it doesn't show her dying, but... No, but that's kind of the last moments of her life, possibly, is in that elevator. Uh, What I thought was weird about the video was that it was slowed down. Also, that's why there's theories that it could be the murder could have been done by a hotel staff member. Because there was a whole minute missing of the footage. And also, she was seemed to be talking to someone, but there's no one in view. So if it was an employee, they would know where to stand so that the camera mm-hmm. couldn't see him. Yeah, and it's like kind of like she's hiding, like playing a game a little bit. Like she'll jump in the elevator, jump out, jump in. But it's, it's weird. It's like a, something a spazzy child would do. Yeah. And it really is, like, very childish, like, jumping in and out. She's moving her hands kind of in a weird way. It's almost like she's, like, one part kind of looks like she's flirting a little bit with somebody. So there's, I feel like there has to be someone there. Does she, like, flash him her boobs? Well, it's kind of like this, like, I don't know, just like her body language is. Does she, like, do a bend and snap? Uh Uh-huh. Elle Wood's out there. Does she twerk on, she just, (laughs) She's, like, twerking. And we're all like, whoa, what a mental break. But the video is weird because it's slowed down. There's um, a couple, a minute missing. She's just acting very strange. Yeah, so we don't know if there was someone else there or there was no one. But it is really suspicious that there's no, there's like a minute missing. So someone could have altered it. Yeah, and it could be the cops. It could be the hotel employees. The hotel staff. 
There's also, there's so many theories, like, I couldn't go over all of them, but they're, like, nuts. Like, one of them is, like, that she was invented by the government, like, she wasn't a real person, which would be so freaking cool. I mean, like, the whole thing is sad, but, like, somehow the the, the government pranked us that hard. Yeah. That's weird. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, there's, it's pretty weird. Um, my, okay, so the stupidest one I heard was that she retweeted something from, the, like, saying that the military had an invisible cloak. So she retweeted it on her Twitter, and so people were like, she must know too much about this thing for the, that the military wants to use. So maybe they took her out, like, to keep from telling anyone. But it's like, um, I don't know how plausible that is, because it was put on Twitter. Like, yeah. is it supposed to be a weird secret? Yeah, that's for... That's so that one's probably like my least favorite of the theories. It's I like it even less than just like her accidentally dying. Not that I like her dying, but I'm just saying like that's just a I like Pause. I like my conspiracy theories to be plausible. Yeah. Yeah, that cloak thing doesn't seem like it was very realistic. Pretty Harry Pottery if you ask me. It'd be cool, but we're not living in Hogwarts over here. I had a good idea the other day, and that was to become a therapist to convince my patients that Harry Potter world was real. <laughs> that would be sweet, right? You're like, no, I you're not crazy. I come to you for my therapy. I'm like, Hogwarts is real. Don't tell anyone. You're <laughs> it's privy. a secret. You're privy to this secret information. Will you be my therapist? Yeah. Sweet. I'm not qualified, but I will. You good. So what cast doubt on casts doubt on the employee killing her is that there's no physical trauma. So and also it's kind of weird. I don't really it just doesn't line up like the physical trauma, no physical trauma and then the sand stuff on her clothes like it was dragged or something. Yeah, and how she got in to the water tank and how she closed it from the inside. Because they're full of water, so it's not like she can stand on the bottom and push it closed. I, yeah, it's a heavy lid. She And it was way full, more full when she got in. Uh, and she's a tiny woman. She's not going to be able to lift the lid. Yeah, and why is she naked with her clothes in there? I mean, it's totally possible that somehow she just figured out how to get up there. And just was like, I'm going to jump in. I just want to go swimming. She's just having some kind of bipolar. Yeah, I wonder if they have a regular swimming pool. However, I do want to shout out, I'm reading the Yelp reviews that are, this is on Time Magazine's website. Someone put worst swimming pool ever as a Yelp review. Oh, that's awful. He probably thinks he's like the funniest person right? alive. Joey G, we see you. Not that funny. Yeah, we're not, we are not amused. And it's just, I don't know, I just don't understand it. How she got in, how she... Do they say if she drowned? Do, yeah, she was, she died from drowning. That okay. was her cause of death. Okay. But, yeah, obviously, it's like, also, the thing, maybe, the physical trauma, I don't know. Maybe she was, like, in cahoots with a, an employee and, like, wanted to die. There's all sorts of weird things that could happen. But 
she wasn't at the hotel for very long, so how does she befriend somebody that fast? I mean, I'm speaking for myself, where I'm not super social. If I'm at a hotel, I'm not going to go out of my way to become friends with the staff or anybody around me. I kind of keep to myself. So does she, like, form a bond with one of the hotel staffs within the few days that she's there? Maybe her and or... the hotel staff were having fully ado. Where they're just, like, both going crazy together. Yeah, I mean, that's at this point. This is, like, every everything's a possibility. Because, like, that's not even that weird of a explanation compared to some of this. Yeah, and I'm saying, like, it can be anything. We don't have any real answers. We don't know how she got up there, how she closed it, where that sand stuff came from. Who she was talking to in the elevator. If she was talking to anybody. She, I really like, the, this is probably my favorite theory, is that Richard Ramirez killed her, or like told her to kill herself, the spirit of him, because <laughs> it was lingering. But the thing that makes it the best is that he was still alive when this happened. He died in like June of that same year. So like, his separate ghost was haunting her. Yeah, while he was still alive. I mean, I don't want it to be true, obviously, and I don't think it's true. I just think it's very creative. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, do you think there's, like, a paranormal aspect to this? Uh, again, we're going to need to call in the big dogs of Ghost Adventures. Because mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, just don't really... It doesn't make sense. Like, it's it's probably the most plausible is that she just died. Like, she just caused it herself. But then at the same time, that's... But those things don't add up. Because she's probably... A average height and weight for a 21-year-old, and I know I couldn't take off a huge heavy lid, get in, and how tall were they? How did she get up into the water tank? Well, um... Was there, like, a step, a step stool? Did she climb? Like, it could have been the employee was there, boosted her in. Because they're both going nuts or something. They just closed it. Yeah. And, and maybe she's nude because she was treading water and her clothes got heavy. Oh, look at you. So maybe That's she good. was in there and she was like kind of hanging out, swimming at first, thinking this is so fun. But then she started to kind of get weighed down by her clothes. So she decided to take them off. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. So something that has been noted is that it's really similar to the movie Dark Water from 2005 with Jennifer Connelly and child actors I definitely don't know the name of because they weren't in Labyrinth with David Bowie. But um, so in that movie, she's there's a building she lives in where the water's coming in dark and there happens to be a dead person in the water tank. Um, I'm trying to think, what were the other... Other similarities with dark water besides that, because it was weird. Like it seems she was wearing like a similar outfit. Oh really? I mean, this is according to a YouTube video. So we don't. So it's law. It's real. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. Let me see. Let me find something to better. Like, Elisa Lam. I remember seeing that movie when I was in like eighth grade, and it was very weird. I don't think I ever saw it. We should watch it. Okay. Um, it's not like freaking Conjuring scary or anything. Oh, The Conjuring. We're big dogs. We don't watch baby shows. 
Remember when we watched The Conjuring and I screamed? Uh, and then I had to sleep on your couch because I was so scared to go home. Don't reveal this. <laughs> this was in 2013. Since then, we've grown. <laughs> We're adults who can take that the second conjuring with the freaking nun. I hate that nun. <sighs> yeah, that makes it hard to look at nuns in general, it, which is weird. But, okay, so these all... The reason I... I Really thought I'd remember. Similar to the film Dark Water. Okay, so she drowned in an apartment's rooftop water tank. So that's the main similarity. Guess in both <laughs> in both the film and the Lisa Lamb case, guests complained of foul-tasting water coming from their taps. Disgustingly, this was due to decomposing body in the water tank. Okay, I'm reading this straight from a page, so don't think that I'm, like, presenting this as new info. So they thought, since no drugs were found in her system, she could have just had some kind of weird psychotic break and was like, I'm going to reenact this. Yeah, maybe like the hi-fi case. Maybe they she watched this movie over and over and got it stuck in her mind that she wanted to do something like that. Okay, well, Jennifer Hopkins on this random website, moviepilot.com, says the government or Lisa Lamb's roommates murdered her. Fact! Exclamation point. Ooh. Jennifer, you solved it. Not even the police could do that. Case closed. Not even whoever is in charge of the FBI could do that. Not J. Edward Hoover anymore. Everyone's freaking getting fired in the government. Seriously. So I don't know who's where. Who's to say? Um, We need to come up with a good end, like, an update on this, because Caitlin's husband gave us some critiques that he was like, if you Google something, there will be (laughs) a simple explanation update. Yeah, he was kind of harsh. Love him, but I was like, shiz. He does not know how to get laid. <laughs> Sorry. No, he's he's our main critique. I make him listen to all our episodes. But he didn't give me any feedback from the Paul Swenson one yet. Because so. it was perfect? Yeah. Literally perf. Basically. Um, This is another kind of strange trivia that I found out about Elisa Lam. So I remember when I first heard the story, somebody was talking to me about how some bacteria or something found on her spelled out her name. So I was interested in that, so I did some research. And apparently, um, tuberculosis was a huge problem on Skid Row at the time of Elisa's murder, death whatever you want to call it, there was an outbreak, and the tuberculosis diagnostic test is LAM-ELISA. That's what it's called now, like for everyone? Yeah, that was what it was called before. That's why it was weird that they gave this test and it was her name. I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting little tidbit. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that Japanese... There, There's all these people that think she was playing a Japanese elevator game. Oh, yeah. Where some, like, spirit enters the elevator and you can't look at them, otherwise you're, like, taken to another dimension where no one else exists. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, a bunch of pages online called it the most dangerous game ever. I mean, it's not... Obviously, man's most dangerous game is that one book where the guy hunts people, remember? Oh, yeah. So, 
that's already, already Snopes that. Okay, so this is a game from Korea. Sorry, we called it Japanese. I misremembered. So you're supposed to get a diff to get to a different world. This is according to James St. James, which sounds pretty made up as a name. <laughs> there so you when you get to the other dimension there are no other living things there except yourself. Some say electronics like phones, cameras, etc. don't work. Well some say they do. I mean, how are they to know? Because they don't yeah. freaking live in the dimension. Also, some say that getting back to the real world is harder for some reason. You get disoriented, get disorientated, and forget the elevator you came on. Or somehow the elevator seems to get further and further away as you walk toward it. That's creepy. It sounds like someone was, like, on drugs. Yep, probably. So, you must be in a... So, how to do it, this is what a bunch of people thought she was doing. You have to be in a 10-plus story building in the elevator alone... So, if she was doing this, she's a real freak A. <laughs> freak ass. I don't know why I censored that. I love, I love the, the word ass. It's a family-friendly show. Oh. Sorry, children. <laughs> I mean, children love hearing about weird disappearances. Right? Okay, so... If, if someone is with you, it won't work. Get in the elevator on the first floor, press 4, and when you reach the fourth floor, don't get out and press 2. When you reach the second floor, press 6. When you reach the sixth floor, press 2. When you reach the second floor, press 10. I don't know how you would remember any of this right. unless she was, like, looking at her smartphone. When you reach the tenth floor, press 5. So when you reach the fifth floor, a girl will come on. The woman is not human. Don't look at her or talk to her. And if, she, if you do that, she'll take you away. So we're in the juicy stuff. Like, the other stuff was boring. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was necessary. Uh, okay, so she'll take you away if you talk or look to, look at her. Press 1, and if the elevator starts going up to the 10th floor, then you have succeeded. You will have reached another world where there's no one except you. If you get off at the 10th floor, the girl will ask, where are you going? But you can't answer. Um, so the objective is to get to another dimension? I think so. I, I would have figured that it was some kind of weird challenge to, like, outsmart the weird girl. girl. Yeah. Because that sounds like a punishment to be in a weird dimension. Yeah. Where no one's there. Yeah. I mean. Your phones don't work. I mean, even if that's not real whatsoever, which I suspect that, uh, that's still a pretty creepy game. Yeah. So, how to return. These are special instructions for those <laughs> of you who get there. If the woman doesn't get on and y if you don't get off at the 10th floor, uh, if you... That's how you get get back. If you don't get off at the tenth floor, then press one. If it do, doesn't press, keep on pressing till it works. Um. Okay. Whew. Wow. There's a lot of instructions. How when to return to your house after you faint? What? If you were to faint in the process and wake up to find yourself in your own house, there's a high chance that you'll be taken back to the world again. Jeez. Dang. This got way spookier than I <laughs> yeah. thought. That's so creepy. If I were in elementary school, I would not sleep for, like, ten days after hearing that. Even though it's fake. Okay. So, this is a game that some people thought Elisa was playing in the elevator. That's why she was kind of acting weird. Maybe I mean, she thought she was in another dimension. She could have thought she was playing it, but then... I don't know. I mean, I don't believe that at all. No. 
but that's an interesting theory. Yeah. We'll give him that. Like, the tuberculosis thing is weird. Yep. Uh, yeah, so what do you personally think happened at Caitlyn? I think that she suffered a mental breakdown. From? From not being on her meds, being away from home. I think the stress of it kind of caused her to act out. I don't, I'm still not sure how she got into the water tank or how she closed it, but I think it has something to do with her mental state. Like a, like adrenaline pushed Mm -hmm. her to like open it Mm -hmm. and get in? Yeah. Because she was like going crazy? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think happened, Shug? Um, I would say that's probably the most likely thing, Mm -hmm. what you said, but I'm going to be spicy and say that it was in cahoots with a employee. Oh, an employee okay. because I don't know that kind of seems that's that's still plausible and more interesting I don't know it bugs me that they're we'll just never know probably yeah because it's if it hasn't been solved yet how is it going to be solved our main witness is passed away wait oh Elisa, Elisa? yeah like she's the oh, one that kind of like, holds what? the key and unless some employee or some random hotel person that stayed there, occupant, I don't know, comes forth with new information. I don't know how you're going to sound them. Well, to be fair, if Elisa hadn't gotten killed, we wouldn't need her as a witness. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, like, the legal proceedings, but I'm just, like, fact. I'm just don't want to let the bad facts get through the cracks. Not that what you say are bad facts. No, I but just... that's exactly what I'm saying. Right. I just... It's one of those cases where I don't know what the answer is. I don't... That's why it's interesting. It is, and it's crazy that things happen and we can't figure out how. Wait, so... Okay, so the, you already said the thing about the tuberculosis test mm-hmm. kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamb dash Elisa. So, did you say that there was an outbreak of tuberculosis on Skid Row? Mm-hmm. Oh, pff, I wasn't even Listen, listening. Shug. She's like a wife to me, where I just <laughs> tune her out. Right. Yeah. Welcome to marriage. Yeah, I feel for Preston. We just both tune you out. Okay. Love you, boo. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, I'm embarrassed to be associated with you right now. I'm looking at someone's webpage and they said, I don't know if they're just like the most sarcastic person of all time. I'm pretty sure I cracked the, cracked the case. Elisa was playing the elevator game and it got out of hand. That's my theory and I'm sticking to it. That's I, my theory and I'm sticking to it. Is that like a country song? Mm-hmm. Was it written about Elisa Lamb? Mm-hmm. Sweet. We should write a song. Okay. Uh... But I'm I'm not really up for it. It's more like a thing where <laughs> pe- when people are like, we should hang out in the future. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't really want to. Yeah, exactly. I only have like four or five people I like to associate with. And it's me and Preston and then your parents mm-hmm. and your brothers. Basically. I'm blessed. She is. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I I'm, like your whistle. <laughs> I'm feeling just whist- whistly right now. Okay, so I guess there's not really anything else to say. Yeah, it's we just... Went over. There's, like, if you want to go into a hole, you could Google, like, the theories about it. Which, you know, sometimes you just end up in some weird 
true crime holes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I went into this week because you know when you hear like the subject of something and you're like, I need to know need everything to, about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess Paul Swenson. Yeah. I went to a hole this weekend. We still don't really have. They called off an update on that. Is they called off the daily searches for him. Yep. But that's really about it. Yeah. But we'll keep you updated once more information is released. We are on the front lines. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And cracking open a cold case. You come for the humor, but you stay for the crimes. I think it's the opposite, isn't it? Come for the crimes, stay for the humor. I don't know, either one. Whatever your kink is. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.